Welcome back to another episode of Views from Janessa. I don't have my sound effects. Um, <laughs> I should let me turn the phone off so we make sure that no phone calls come through. But hey, you guys, what's going on? What's happening out here? How's how's everybody doing? Um, we have a special guest in the house. I want to introduce her at the top, right? See why we see why we need sound effects? That because that sound ghetto. Oh wow. No, um, we have a special guest for. We haven't had guests in we a minute, right? So we minute. we were trying to figure out like how do we do this again? Right. <laughs> um, our special guest is Tamara. Tamara. That's hey. my best friend. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh my goodness, we have a, a, a really really cool episode um, for you guys today. But as always, let's start off with a quick check in. Mo, how was your week? Um. I really don't remember much about this week. I, when you when I when you start to say check in, I'm just like, oh, what happened? I don't really remember much, but um, it was a good week nonetheless. Yeah. I have my check in partner here with me today, um, which I tell you guys about just doing our throne before phones and and growing in God. Um, um, but nonetheless, it was pre- it was pretty good. I can't complain. Okay. Yeah, you know, didn't do much. Didn't do much. <laughs> All right. Praise the Lord. You know, the Lord kept you. Yeah. All right. Sure. Yes. Yeah, what the Lord did. Tamara, how was your week? How, how, what's going on? So this week I'm on spring break. Spring break. So it's been good. Um, I actually started Friday, which was Good Friday. So this is my last day. Aww. So it's been restful. It's been good. Um, I still have that Easter spirit, that resurrecting right. spirit Praise in me. God. You know, just okay. feeling um, Easter, feeling Jesus and the blood. So um, yeah. thankful for that. And yes. that's it. Yes. You know? Tam- Tamara has a motto in life. It's called Life is Good. Life is real good. Okay. <laughs> Period. Future <laughs> voice. Future voice. Future voice. <laughs> Period. Okay. I just like Future with a passion, but you know, uh, like, like I love him. Like, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, he got he got lines, he got bars. He does. He bars. A little toxic, but toxic we'll, we'll talk about that. You know, I'm working on that. Jesus in therapy. Jesus in right? therapy. Yes, I love it. I love it. Um, my week was all right as well. Uh, Jason is on spring break, and right. so I didn't want him to just spend the whole week at home being bored out his mind. So um, I made Wednesday Jace day. Uh, so on Tuesday we watched this movie on Netflix called Yesterday. And I was like, I'm not doing that. So um, I've heard of that. It's basically when the parents say yes to Everything. anything yeah. for the for 24 for hours. Kids. And he was like, Can we have a yes day? No, <laughs> uh, that's not what we do. This is a movie, um, but we can have Jace Day. So for Jace Day, that's we literally cute. went to Funplex and spent the day almost at Funplex, and we had all the junk food you can think of. <laughs> I know he was happy. Okay, right. my pockets, you know, he out here, can we get? Because he doesn't know, you have to pay for things. So yeah. Right. Of course. Yeah, so he just, all right, let's go. Um, so he had a really great day um, shopping and stuff like that, bought him some things. Um, and then this weekend, we're actually going away. We're going to Rhode Island. I'm oh. leaving tonight. Okay. Uh, to my brothers. <laughs> to my brothers. And so he's going to see his cousin, so that's going to be a whole trip uh, in itself. Um, so yeah, it's it was a good, uh, it was an okay week, I'd say. Um, yeah, had some therapy session. It was good. Oh yes, yes. therapy. I had mine uh, Wednesday night, and it was everything. Wednesday, everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ma'am, I needed your help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Always okay. Helping professionals, it's funny because okay. I'm a psychologist, and I and I still see a therapist. You know, so you need that. Listen. You know, a check in and someone to keep you accountable. It, it's not just prayer, people. Uh, uh, I believe that too, because uh, prayer is a part. Of, and I love mine because she's a, a Christian. Like yeah. she's a youth pastor, actually. Oh, she's Christian, yeah, Christian. Yeah, yeah, she's a youth pastor. Yeah. <laughs> there's a difference, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like you know, oh, you you know God. There's like. a lot. I'm a believer too, and then yeah. like, I'm a teacher of the yes. world. Like, you it's know it's I mean? a difference. So, yeah. Um. So I do like that. So it's like you know when I when I try to come at her with certain people, like, uh, but, 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 let's circle back. Ooh. You know. So um, I'm like I appreciate her for that. She be holding me down. Um. But yeah. So this week was really, really good. Really uh good. All right, so let's jump into some cuts from the culture. Um, let's see what's happening my, in the world. Y'all know how one, I love Shade Room. Yeah, my first one that I liked was um, Masterpiece Son, Hersey Miller. Yeah, He had chose um, Tennessee State for basketball because he wanted to put a spotlight on HBCUs. Yes. And I really like the direction, kind of the culture that's going. Like, they're, they're taking out risks. They're highlighting... Um, 
just just things that weren't as highlighted out mm-hmm. of fear. Yeah. Um, you know, like, well, you know, I don't know if me going to HBCU would have hurt hurt my chances yeah. on going pro and different things. So I like that. He was, you know, kind of being a trailblazer in that sense and in this generation. Yeah. Um by doing that. So I really do I um, wish I knew basketball fast because I want to think do, do I know do we know of any current mm-hmm. basketball players that went to HBCUs? Because again, you you do the whole track of going to a specific school right. so that you can get into the NBA. Yeah, right. So, but I, I always know. think of like March Madness and March Madness. It's not usually HBCU. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they like yeah. Kentucky. Yeah, usually the big schools. Carolina, big schools. It's yeah. those schools. So those are normally the schools they go to for a shot. For yeah, Duke. exactly. You don't hear HBCU. Exactly. But, but I love it how he's yeah. putting HBCUs on the map. You yeah, know what I'm right. saying? So like, even if they weren't checking for them, he's there. And yeah. because of his, I mean, popularity, I hope he's good in basketball because right. yeah. you know he could just be um, riding Papa's uh, coattail. Exactly. But um, exactly. he could bring that spotlight back to HBCUs and you know our. Uh, Vice president is from an HBCU, hey, so yes, Howard <laughs> University. Um, okay, right. I like that a lot. Uh, what's the next one? Um, a mother and her daughter do- and her two daughters own every McDonald's in the city of Compton. Right, wow. every, every McDonald's. I love that. I wow, like buying the, bu- the block back. Like, I love that. And yeah, Compton yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah it's. Well. Uh, I think they said it's thirteen of them. That's um, huge. My goodness. Bank, right. bank, bank, bank. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. that's some wealth right there because <laughs> generational. Okay. Okay. Because right. that's there for a minute. Um, so that's exciting to see. Um, and black women obviously um doing it up and holding it down for their families. Um this next one is exciting. Oh, you know what? I want to talk about the Marseille. So you do okay. the next one. So this last one this next one is um um her name is Anuvu. Otukbear Dangerfield. She's a senior at Albany High School in upstate New York, and she's made history as the first black valedictorian since 1868. Wow. It's years. She is the first wow. one. And I just like it because I just see all these kids. I'm loving how the culture is being portrayed, and they're just trailblazing. You yeah. Know? And I'm loving to see it that they are reaching these different heights and, yeah. you know, putting on. Now I'm thinking, is she the first that they've? given the title to mm-hmm. or even because there might have been others that deserve the title but you know mm-hmm. they're not gonna give you the title so i, I well i'm just glad that you know she's out she there did. in the forefront <laughs> of it so right. i love it black women in education you know we are the most educated group out here yes. so it's a beautiful so thing to uncle see. so uncle joe speaking of most educated uncle joe aka joe biden uh <laughs> used to go ahead and cancel these student debts because that's us right mm-hmm. so we highly educated we out here bossing it up but we dragging some debt mm-hmm. so uncle joe like on some views from Janesla, have a translator nearby i think karen karen what's her name karen jump here yeah have her translate <laughs> Retire debt là, nous pas besoin encore. Okay, take out the debt, please. Okay. Um, yes. All right. So I wanted to talk about Marseille. I yes. love Marseille Martin from um, Blackish. Blackish. Uh, she is so amazing. She owns her own production company. Okay, um, she's an executive producer, and she recently um, uh, they announced that she's doing this show with Disney. Um, that she's, uh, I think it's launching in the fall, but, uh, they had a, she had an interview where she specifically said that she refuses to highlight black trauma in any of her projects. And I love this, right? I love this because I, for one, do not want to see another slave movie. (laughs) Like, to be honest with you, I feel like if you ask any black child any type of history prior to slavery, they would struggle to to tell you anything. And I'm like, we existed before slavery. Even after slavery, I don't feel like a lot of positive things were highlighted as much. Right. It was a lot of, you know, the same movement civil rights movement and slavery which is it is huge but it's not our only part of history and i'm like i can't aspire to something if all you keep showing me is the hardship the beating the whip can i see like some really great stuff that we did you know can i see something that makes me feel good makes me feel inspired like wow i want to leave a movie theater and be like i could do that or that's cool or i could do something similar even though it's a movie or even though it's a show like so I appreciate her 
for this and I hope that she gets all the shows okay <laughs> I hope that she gets green lighted and everything um, um, I have another one further down it's that Apple announced they're investing 50 million in United Masters to support independent artists yeah um, I just and I just feel like a lot of things in our generation the pendulum is swinging mm-hmm. where a lot of artists were um, not having their masters and a lot of them were um, just getting taken advantage of yeah I feel like right now we're in a part where this pendulum is swinging and now a lot of artists are like I'm not getting signed to these big labels. I'm going to be do it able myself. to keep these things. Yeah, do it myself. Um, and I like that because it, it stays with them. It can go down to their families mm-hmm. and, and benefit them if they were um, just to pass or move on. And it keeps the, the finances, you know, helping those that they love. Yeah, I love that. Shout out to Soldier Boy. Tell him. Um, okay. Well, that's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, my man trending. That's how I said. He started all of this. years later. He my started all of this. on TikTok trending right now. Like, I'm yeah. so excited. He really did <laughs> I just got start excited. this independent i'm gonna do it myself on myspace with this with his auto tune i mean i like soldier boys to this day i'm on every live saying i love you i love him i do Um, like he is so entertaining like i mean say what you want to say about soldier boy but like he is revolutionary like he is he's a trailblazer you know what immediately came into my mind he did this interview where he was like describing some bad things that he did and he's like yeah when it came to attack him and his like neck chain is like like, (laughs) and can you can you imagine that like i think that that had to be the funniest interview ever that black tv interview and the interview the breakfast club interview i watch that whenever i'm having a bad day like i never laughed so much in my entire life like from that like bar for bar oh my god soldier boy tell him i love you you okay if you're you're listening to this i love you if you ever need a great laugh soldier boy soldier boy Boy. and inspiration at the same time soldier boy yes um all right speaking of inspiration akon reportedly lands his second uh, uh, land space to create his own city. And I just love what Akon wow. is doing in his country. Right. Like he has given light, e- electricity, excuse me, yeah. to um, towns that are poor and that don't have that, uh, um, can't get it from their own governments and things like that. He's building a, like a, almost like a futuristic Wakanda type city. Um, and I just love that. And to be honest with you, we're Haitian. And I'm like, mm. could we do something like, could somebody do something like that in Haiti? You know what I mean? Because, (sighs) yeah, (laughs) that gets into some like other stuff. But like, I just, I would want that for Haiti. You know what I mean? I would want to have, um, let us be great. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like we're lazy people. We're we're hardworking, resilient people. So I'm like, we can do the the first, first. right? (laughs) I have a, okay. So not to dive into that, that discussion, we could have that discussion. We should probably have that discussion Mm -hmm. about the first free black nation. And And I love that and helping others. Yes. And I love that. And I'm so proud of that. And nobody under the sun universe could ever take that from us. However, since then what what is our claim to fame like you know what i mean i mean we've done other things too but it's just not highlighted i feel like too at the same time i and i understand there's other the other pendulum of how far we should go but it was a lot of issues that yeah there was a lot of issues they were taking advantage of um yeah. Well, unfortunately. But anywho, um, so that's dope. Um, pray for Haiti. Pray for Haiti. Definitely pray for Haiti. Definitely pray for Haiti. <laughs> um, Target is set to set to spend over two billion at Black-owned businesses by 2025 to advance um, racial equity. And um, this was big to me, especially this week. It was a show I'd never seen it before. I was um, actually on the phone with my sister. I think it's Amsterdam. New Amsterdam. I I posted that. Highlighting Mm -hmm. um, because it was just like I don't want you to just pipe paint Black Lives Matter on the street, right? Just protest if we're not changing Changing. infrastructure, Mm -hmm. if we're not changing um, equal pay, if we're not changing these type of things. So um, I I love what they're doing because this is actually an initiative more than just saying we stand in solidarity. Yeah. um, But it's showing how you're standing in solidarity and 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 putting your money where your mouth is to support it. Yeah. And I I shop Target too. I love how they have the um the aisles like Black owned. Mm -hmm. Um, some of my favorite brands are in there. The lip bar, all the the hair brands that they're supporting, and um I know they got a lot of 
flack for it because of that the commercial that came out uh-huh. and the representation and yeah. you know they're they're still standing strong so I love how they are like what Mo's saying putting their money where, where their mouth is you know like it, it's it's more than a post it's more than Blackout Tuesday or whatever exactly. it is it's putting your money there it's yeah. investing and it's putting these businesses on the forefront and I'm, I'm glad that they're doing that so Target will always get my money even on their lines of disrespectful yeah, Huh? Ben and Jerry's will get my money too because they are supportive. Who? Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's. I haven't had Ben and Jerry's ice cream in a minute. Have you? you have you seen Ben and Jerry's on Instagram? Mm-mm. They go. They go. Ben in. and Jerry's go in. They go in before before this all this started, whole start and they've been consistent started. every. You know, day. I'm, you know, I'm new to them. I gotta follow them. I'm, Yo, you know, I'm new to IG. <laughs> like a, a ice cream that's dedicated. Their De- yeah. are dedicated just for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Like different things. So I, I think it's I, like I a Kaepernick thing on it. Yeah. But they are and they come. They don't sugarcoat at all. Like they don't do like the whole PR. Let me reread this and see. They be like, "This is wrong," and you need like <laughs> they. they like, the first slaves came on shore listen, of America. It's been wrong. I'm like, play who, no games. And it's Jerry's. two like old white guys, right? Like that that are the owners of this company, but and they're out of Vermont, right? Okay, Vermont. So it's like <laughs> what? Vermont. <laughs> you know what I mean? What's there? <laughs> really? Like, but Bennett, they are playing. I no love games. to see it. I gotta follow them. Incredible. Um, I do want to talk about this last one. Kanye. Um, Netflix reportedly buys Kanye West multi-part documentary for 30 million. Okay? And apparently, so they've been documenting him for the past 20 years. Oh, wow. And so that's, that's what the documentary is about. Because I'm nice. like, he went through a he lot in these past 20 years. Like years. his mom getting married, married having kids, this mental breakdown, his wife getting attacked, yeah. uh, him so-called running for president. He went through not being like in bankruptcy too. Yeah. And now like a billionaire. A billionaire, basically. Um, so that's a lot. I'm interested to see if they actually, for real, for real, covered all those things. You know what I mean? If they touch on those things. Um, but yeah, that's very, very interesting. Um, he I'm here for voice. it. I love Kanye. He's a musical genius. He is. He is. Um, take that why are all geniuses like, you always a little off, right? Yeah, they be like, I don't know about you. Uh, but they're like geniuses. I, I don't like they understand. They just don't think like we think at all. At and that's, all. And that's probably part of their brilliance. It is. Yeah. Because you know? it pushes us forward. It pushes us in a way that it's like. Yeah. I still bump to Kanye's uh, gospel album. I mean. Oh, it Jesus. Was, it's so everything. Great. Bump like, into that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> he trying. I mean, he Closed found, on Sundays. Uh, right. <laughs> all that. There was one that. It, it was like Kenny G when the church used to walk into weddings. Mm-hmm. He had planned at the end. I was like, damn, this took me back. <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh. Um. Yeah, he. Uh, what was I gonna say about Kanye? Um, not Kanye. Um, another story. Th- this we're, we'll we'll end on this one. I'm not really gonna dive into it, but I just want to know like your thoughts and have you been? Have you guys been watching it? The um, what's this guy's name? Derek Chavon Chavin. Uh, the trial. Mm-hmm. Have you been? I have not been. I have it. not either. For my sanity and mental health, yeah. I have not. Um, I see little clips. Um, but I don't. I don't fully watch it to this day. I've never watched the. Even a clip with him. Okay. Because I'm just yeah. like, I... It, it's the traumatic. The last one, yeah. Philando Castro was the last one I could watch. Oh, I, I didn't watch that. Things, yeah. And I watched it by mistake. It oh, wasn't okay. like, you know, I did. Yeah. And I immediately started crying. Yeah. So I'm just like, I can't watch certain things I'll read about mm-hmm. it. So I followed a little bit through the reading. And mm-hmm. the difference in this case is a lot of the officers are coming forward. Yeah. Where before in other that. cases, that would not yeah. be the case. Yeah. Um, so that is the advantage of this case versus the other yeah. cases that I'm noticing. I, I, I'm, I'm just... I'm frustrated and at a loss. And there was a post that was going on on social media this past week that was basically saying, like, you got to think about the insanity, right, of this case where the world literally watched you murder this man and you're on trial for four weeks to prove that you murdered him. I don't understand that. It doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. I don't. Well, I mean, we've had videos before. I feel like that with Rodney King and all these other stuff, and they still were acquitted. Acquitted, yep. I, and it's like it's what you can prove and not really what's the truth right. what I could pr- sir it's the video to the laws because they're like is it excessive force or not is so this- far everybody yeah, said but, that it is but before that wasn't the case this is like one of the first it, it's just like groundbreaking that they're even admitting mm-hmm. it's excessive force but if you if you look at him and you look back at other videos those yeah. aren't excessive force yeah but they were acquitted <sighs> it's a scary world we live in it is. um this world honestly um for me I, I and that's part of what like makes me like um 
struggle and like upset and have like really high anxiety, which I've been struggling with a lot lately, um, is just thinking about the world. And it's almost like literally, this is why you got to really, the Bible is the word of God. Like it, it, it's, it, it tells the past, the present, the future. It, it is everything. It is life in itself. Right. Because the Bible talks about how people will literally take what is evil for good. And you can physically see it every day where people are like let's normalize this and you're like well wait a minute like this is not something that we should normalize you know what i mean and everything that is good well you shouldn't judge me and it's like you know you should go to jail or are you in trouble for saying this and i'm like lord lord I, I, Lord, and then to yeah, and then to think it's only the beginning, as the Bible puts it, the beginning of birth pains. So, um, we got a long ways to go. Um, what are we talking about today, Mo? All right, all right. <laughs> um, so today, um, we are talking with my bestie, um, because she is very like just resilient. Um, if, if it's a word that I can use to describe her and everything mm-hmm. on our show, we just always want you guys to be able to press forward, whether it's our people that's our age, whether it's the gunman and different things we're facing. Although we're maybe different in age and different because we were born here, we all have similar things where we face or, or have different trials that we face and just being able to be resilient you know sometimes it's, it is hard but when you see other people being resilient i know she's been like that for me it keeps you to keep going and being resilient as well um regardless of the fact so today um we're just going to be talking about facing sickness because i feel like that is something that can truly um overwhelm and overwhelm you and overwhelming people close to you because it's just like how do I help and, and what can I do in, in times when you feel like that? Um, so I just wanted to talk about that today. So that is our topic. Okay. Um, so first is thank you for coming. Yes. Um, so burr, burr, burr. You want me to speak today? You gave me an intro that's just like, what? Like resilient? <laughs> like all of that? Um, <clears throat> I might not make it. <laughs> but, I, but I do appreciate that. I do appreciate those words because I'm like, um, when I think about resilient, which is one of my favorite words, the person that I think of Um, in my life that has been the most resilient is Rebecca Benoit. I don't know if you guys know her, Um, but I always say um, that the definition of resilience is her. So to even you, for even you to equate that word with me, I'm just like, wow. So I don't know if you want me to speak today or not. I don't know. And and that's what I mean. I remember Rebecca um, just growing up and we're just looking and it's just like to see the heights of where she is and all that she's accomplished and all that she's done. It truly is. Oh, amazing um so i guess my first question to you when it comes to just facing or overcoming um just sickness is when you i know when you first initially find out it could be overwhelming and just explaining i guess for other people to to be like i identify is um what was that like for you so um ulcerative colitis is is what i have it's a um inflammatory uh bowel disorder um there's no cure for it there's medications and like things that you can do to like alleviate your symptoms but it's essentially something that you have like all your life and honestly like when i look back at my childhood it's something that i always had but i didn't know how to equate it so i think things got a little bit crazy senior year of college you know senior year you know you're getting ready to go into grad school and doing all these things i'm just like i don't feel well um i don't feel good and i'm always doing the most uh like I i think i was taking like a seven classes my senior year just trying to get oh, out wow. um just doing the most i had like 21 credits i had to go to the dean for permission so i'm always doing a lot yeah um so i'm just like i don't feel good you know what i'm saying and then i'm like you know let me like seek somebody so i went to the doctor and he was like you need a specialist now you know when you when you go to the doctor and they're like you need a specialist i'm like oh shoot like <laughs> it's worse than i thought yeah. or whatever so um i saw a specialist this was in 20 uh, 2010 um, that's when I got diagnosed with um, ulcerative colitis or whatever so um, initially it was very hard because um, like what Monique said I don't, I don't see myself as being someone that is weak I don't know sometimes I feel like when you think of someone that is sick you think of someone that is weak someone that is feeble and that didn't um, align with the definitions that I have of myself yeah. so my first thing was like denial like it's no way I can have a chronic chronic like mm-hmm. right. <laughs> I got things to do like right. what you mean like all my life right. all my life I got to fight like I it I didn't believe it at first so um I think initially it was just like I hear what you're saying but I don't think that's me right 
Yeah. And, and and that makes me think like a lot of times, like you're saying, when we think of sickness, we think of weakness. That's kind of the um, identity in our mind that gets attached to the person. Like this is all that is about them. And we, I've known you in multiple capacities and, and that was just never, you know, something that gets attached to your identity. Um, doctors may see you, other people may see, see you as just that. So I guess um, my question is how did you deal with overcoming that identity that's pushed or that, you know, um, perception so that it wouldn't be what you identify yourself as. So, so it's funny. I literally like push back. So, uh, when I first got, uh, diagnosed or whatever, I had to like go immediately, go get a colonoscopy and I walk in there, whatever. And like, as you guys probably know, like these things are not things that young people go through. Right. So I'm, I'm walking into a facility. It's like, you know, older people, geriatrics. I'm like, this is not me. Like I'm fly. Like colonoscopy. Like it just didn't identify with me. So like in my back of my mind, I'm just pushing it all away. Like, I, I don't know why I'm here. Like, yeah. you know, this is not me kind of thing. So just pushing back in a sense of like not accepting what they say. And, and even if it's a doctor, like you have ulcerative colitis, I, I laughed at him like, no, um, I hear you, but I'm not going to accept that. Um, and I think that's what I've always been doing. I'm just not going to accept it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I will put a little caveat in there. Mm-hmm. Um, not accepting it in a sense of I, I didn't for a, a lot of years. I didn't do any medication. I, I wow. felt the thing about chronic disorders is like you can feel good and you feel bad. You feel good and you feel bad. So I was like eb- ebbing and weaving. Yeah. Um, and when I felt bad, I took the medications. When I felt good, I just did it. Um, because I think that was part of me not accepting it as well. Yeah. Um, I didn't really talk about it. I didn't really tell my friends and my family because I, I never want to be perceived as the weak one yeah. at all. Because right. that my definition of myself is strong. I'm right. a strong black woman. So right. like uh, a disorder is not you, it's not consistent with me yeah. so just fighting back then I remember um, the doctor was telling me like yeah you're young and you know this can lead to like cancers and stuff so I had a colonoscopy and he was like you don't have cancer I'm like duh like like <laughs> right. like, lo- like that that's the audacity that I had yeah. with like I just didn't accept mm-hmm. the diagnosis I didn't accept everything that he said I didn't accept his like trajectory for my life like yeah. I just didn't accept it I think that's part of how I overcame it like just didn't accept it mm. um, did the diagnosis at any point affect um, in a good way or or in a, a growth way um, your relationship with God very much so very very much so and and just recently um, so two years ago um, and I, you know for me the diagnosis was something that when you have a chronic disorder like I don't have a disabling condition where you can like physically see mm-hmm. like I can be in pain and stuff like that but like you know I can hide it and stuff like that but yeah. like when it came into the forefront I went into the hospital mm-hmm. um, and I was there for 10 days um, and literally like I asked to be discharged because nothing was working and at that point I'm just like God it's out you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. I, I kind of felt outed and I never wanted to be outed I'm like okay so now people know I'm sick and yeah. um, that was the thing and I'm just like God like I don't want nobody to see me as weak I don't mm-hmm. want anybody to see me as feeble like I can't do things so I think that was like my biggest um, issue and I I have experienced the greatest pain I ever did mm-hmm. um, and I remember being in the hospital bathroom and I said God if you want to take me, just do wow. it. Because this level of pain, mm-hmm. I can't live like this. So it's just like, you're either going to heal me or you're going to take me. And if you're going to take me, like, let me just prepare myself because I can't yeah. live like this. So mm-hmm. um, just totally being dependent on God. I was um, praying to get into a doctor program for almost 11 years. Yeah. Um, my first semester in midterms um i got sick so i'm just like seriously god like everything's going well and then this happens yeah so it was just like what so i think in the midst of it just keeping faith and sometimes not even being able to pray like just counting on the prayers you have before because when you're like Mm. really ill yeah like you you can't even like i can't even muster jesus and stuff like that so i think um just in that um, praying for healing, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's a constant prayer of mine. Yeah. Um, it just keeps me close to the cross or whatever. Um, I know that if God wanted to heal me without medications, he would. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not my case right now. I'm, I'm on a medication regimen. Um, I wean myself off and all that other stuff. Like, I'm like my doctor's doctor. Um, oh, Lord. <laughs> I really am. I'm like, I'm like so uh, this week we're not doing this. I'm, I'm pushing back. And yeah. literally he goes with me or whatever because I'm doing research as well. But okay, um, yeah. just just praying for healing, just praying for direction. Yeah. Um, that. I think that has brought me closer to God. Yeah. Um, I was reading just, just about people who are, who are facing this. Um, and a constant question that they asked, that's why I wanted your perception on it, um, was why me? 
you know what I mean? Like other people are going through this. Just like, and I can hear as you're saying, like this is older people. I'm a young person. Like why, why me? Mm -hmm. um, is there any, I guess, your perception on that, or or just assisting other people who may be struggling or maybe having those questions in their mind? You know what? I, I think that's part of my personality. Like my mother is a very strong person, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and I and she's raised me to be the same way. I never ask why me. Mm -hmm. Never. Um, I never think of it as like me as less than. Right. It's more so like this is what I this is what my situation presents, and I'm gonna go forward with it. Yeah. Um, I never like I struggle to ask for help. Mm. I struggle to say how I really feel. I sh even when I'm in the deepest pain, like I I was in, I mean excruciating pain, and I'm just like people come there like you look fine. I'm like, you know, I just ne that's just not me. Yeah. So I I never um I, I never do that. Why is me? Like sometimes I I, I almost like. Maybe I should sometimes, but it's just not in my personality. I feel that's, that's why I haven't been able to be so resilient. Like, just in everything in life, it's just like, this is what I'm dealt with. All right, we're going to deal with it. But I never question, like, why me? Mm. Okay. Was there anything your mom did? Because your mom is like that, which I've grown up with <laughs> her mom as well. That was helpful um, in building that in you and... I guess helping other people to build that up in them too. So like my mom is like the truth, um, a real woman of God. And I say real because I live with her. Um, it's a difference because when you don't live with someone, you don't really know who they are. Yeah. When you live with someone, you get to know who they really are. And that woman is a true woman of faith. And I grew up in that. And I've, I've been blessed to grow up in a house where I have a true servant of God. Yeah. And um, day in and day out with her life, with her obstacles and how she's overcome. I'm just like, who am I not to overcome this? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you can get through what you've gone through, like I can too. Yeah. Um, I come from a lineage of faith um, and that has been my banner and my anchor. Mm -hmm. And I think that's how I've been able to deal with life circumstances. And even when I do want to give up and, 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 you know, throw in a towel, like my mother is, she's a mom, but she's also a friend as well. And yeah. she knows when those moments come up and she becomes a friend. And when it's time for us to pray, she's like, we're praying. Yeah. So, um, that legacy of faith, I think, has kept me all these years. Mm, that's okay. good. I like that. Um, and I guess another question I would say is, did it change or have any impact on your perspective about life? Oh, okay. This, this hospital thing had a real big perspective on life. So being in the hospital for 10 days, you know, um, literally you waking up in the hospital, going to sleep, you know, um, I've, I've took a lot of things for granted. Yeah. And, um, you know, like I never, th like it was funny. So like when I, admitted myself into the hospital um, I thought I was going to go home I'm like give me my meds so I can go home they was like you can't leave I said I can't leave <laughs> they were like no like we, we cannot send you home in this condition like and then all, like my freedom was, was taken mm -hmm. in a sense you know what I'm saying yeah. like I could not willfully go so I that's part of where life is good comes from. Mm -hmm. um, every day that I'm able mm -hmm. to wake up yeah. in my own bed, yeah. <laughs> um, in my own space, life is good. You know, yeah. there's there's a lot of things going on with me. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of trials, but like the fact that I'm able to not be in pain. And there's some days I, I wake up in pain, but life is still good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the fact that I have life um, is a big thing for me. That's good. Mm, okay. And how did, how, that's, I like that you came out grateful but I feel like almost other some people may come out grieving that lives have changed you know what I mean and that life isn't as as good but I'm I'm glad that you came out with that and you highlighted that about um about gratefulness um but one question I wanted to ask was I've noticed that a lot of times which you have mentioned um people may isolate or not want to tell other people or whatnot could you speak on that a little more um and how did you face opening up or how did you get to, to tell get okay with telling so yeah um people don't usually talk about things like if you have like a condition where like people know like a big condition like a cancer or something like that where like everybody knows like it's out there right. but i have ulcerative colitis it's an inflammatory bowel disease so it's like you don't really know unless you're like with me in my house yeah. you don't even know and you could be in my house like i remember one time like i was really sick and my brother was just like, yo, mom, there's something wrong with Tamara. Um, but that's coming from he lives with me. Right. But like I will be in school and I'm having an episode and it's just like, I'll be back. You know what I'm saying? So no one really sees. Mm. I was outed, I feel, when I went to the hospital. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, now everybody knows yeah. <laughs> that um, something is wrong. And, I, I was and say, I'm yes, sick. I think something because when you went, yeah, I was like, oh, Tamara's sick, but I didn't think. Yeah. Know, like, yeah. you know, even my boss, she was just like, you're so lively. Like, you know, like what happened? So I, like that outed me. Mm. Um, if that situation didn't happen, um, I don't think anybody. Because, again, I don't I don't like. 
I don't identify myself as mm-hmm. like someone with a chronic disease, although I have it, but I'm not, that's not my, that's not my banner like at all. Yeah, like, you right. know, I'm not, I'm not an advocate for ulcerative, like I, I don't do none of that stuff yeah. because I don't identify. I mean, I have it, but I don't let it overcome me. So like the hospital thing outed me. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, people know now, you know, and that was a big thing for me. Cause I'm just like, I don't like that. Cause I don't want to be looked at like, Oh, she can't do this. or she can't do that. Or like yeah. she's weak. And you know, like, and, and, and it's, everything is in love but like I don't know when I came back from the hospital they're like are you okay and it finally stopped like I feel like people are probably like I, not that they forgot yeah you know what I'm saying but it's finally like how are you and not not like are you sick or how you yeah. know like it's finally like back to normal mm-hmm. um but it took some time and I I don't like that I don't like when people you know um just highlight those things yeah. so I'm like I don't want to highlight that. Like, you know, like life is good. Like <laughs> we ain't talking about like ulcerative colitis right now, but I f- finally feel like when people see me, they don't see that yeah. anymore. Okay. And then, um, I think this might be the last one mm-hmm. or not. Um, that's what I was going to say. Is there anything people do that's not helpful or something that you wish they did know, um, that may be helpful, um, if you are facing sickness? Um, just be there. Mm. Um, I didn't know sickness on this level because again, um, ulcerative colitis is something that I struggle with, but it's like, it's a really at home disease kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's something that like you stay in bed, you don't feel well, you just, you're, you're in your space. Um, and going through that and being in the hospital and stuff like that, I have a deeper appreciation for people that are sick mm-hmm. and I know how to support them yeah. um, now because I know what I've been through. Like I couldn't shower like for myself, you know, for a mm-hmm. month, like I, the basic needs I couldn't do. So like, I understand it, the support really helps. So like whenever I hear of somebody going through things, like it could be a good moon. Yeah. Like if I could, I mean, obviously with Corona, we can't go in the hospital right, and stuff yeah. right now, but it's just like, just being there for the person. Um, yeah. You never understand. And even like, it gets overwhelming. Like I got an overwhelming amount of like love and I'm not used to that because yeah. again, like I'm used to just being a go-getter. Mm-hmm. So the, for me to be like on like a, the I don't receiving say end. Deathbed, but like, yeah, yeah, it was weird. Like I'm like, people were like coming over and I'm like, I'll just want it to stop. Like, I don't mm-hmm. want nobody to come no more. I don't want nobody to, you know, text me no more. Like, cause I want to get on with my life. But like I'm happy that it happened because I understood like the love yeah. that people had. Um, my church community, I'm just like y'all really love me. <laughs> um, so you you get to understand and yeah. you understand life. Like you know, um, I have a lot of accolades, but like one of my favorite ones are like the community that I have. Yeah. Like because that's what really helped me down. Like my job, I mean they called me, you know, like yeah. and stuff like that. You know, my degrees, like they they looked at me you know what I'm saying like but like what really helped me right. through this is my community so yeah. like that was my biggest takeaway like to enjoy life to mm-hmm. enjoy um, everything that comes with life and like to stop and smell the roses and stuff like that like yeah like life will give you a lot of reasons to bow down but just to know that like you know if you have God if even if you are not a Christian or whatever I don't know who listens to this but like just be centered in knowing that like whatever that you go through mm-hmm. um you've made it through 100% of your bad days up until this point. Mm. And I always think about That's that. Because I, I know, like, there have been some bad days for me. Yeah. Um, but I'm here today. So um, God. even your worst day, right. you've, you've made it through. So yeah. just keep good. that in mind. And thriving. Mm-hmm. And, and thriving. Okay, and living. Life is yeah, good. Yeah, life is good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, so for people who are sick, like, let's say I know somebody who's ill, like, what are some things that I could, like, do for them? I know you said, like, just be there, but what does that, like, mean? Like, look like. Show up? Show up. Make some show money. Up. Well, I don't cook. <laughs> yeah, like, like or, or bring, or, like. That's a Monique. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, ask like, Monique to make something exactly. and then bring it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, when I was in the hospital, like, you know, the hospital food is nasty, yeah. girl. But I was on a strict diet. But, you know, there's some people that helped me cheat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Um, so even that, like, you know, just yeah. coming to the hospital, like, yeah. well, you don't yeah. even understand. Like, I mean, now you can't, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And and that's why, like, I, I can't imagine being sick at this time. Yeah. I got really sick over Corona. Um, we're still in the yeah. pandemic, but I got really sick in the beginning. Yeah. Um, and my, my doctor was just like, I'm not going to the hospital. So you're not. So basically, like, I was on the same medications that I would be in the hospital, yeah. but I was home. Oh, wow. Um, but like being in the hospital, you have a lot of time. Yeah. Um, what helps you? I mean, 
it's hard because I was in a lot of pain. Like I was happy to see people, but like at some point I'm just like I'm in a lot of pain. But just seeing people, yeah, it helped. Um, cards, yeah. talking. Um, I couldn't really text. Like people were like getting upset. Like you're not calling me back. You're not like I can't. Like yeah. I physically cannot. But when you're right here in my presence, although I may be feeling bad and yeah. down and hurt, but like I see you. Like and I could connect with you. But like texting is not the most. Yeah. For me, it, it didn't really help. Calling. Voice notes. Yeah, you know. And even that, like, I really yeah, wasn't on my phone. really on her phone. Like, <laughs> your presence. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, a care package, a flower, like, yeah. you know, like a little yeah. thing. Like, I love applesauce. So, <laughs> just, just like, what do you apple want? Sauce. What do you need? Like, yeah, I love applesauce. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. When I, I remember when we went there, we never even really talked about the sickness. No, yeah, 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 and, and, yeah. And look, and don't harp on it. Like, you know, like... The, the Haitians, man. Well, I, I was going to say, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, I know. But it's, it's just like, can y'all get I'm just like, can we talk about something? Like, I know that I'm here. Like, literally, like, in the hospital, they show your pain level. They yeah. show what... Yeah. You you can read it. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just 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 be there for me. Pray. Yeah. Pray. Um, Be there for me. Um, That's it. Like, mm-hmm. let's not harp on that. Because I'm already in pain. Like, yeah. you talking about it. Like, now now I'm, like, really thinking, thinking about, about it. Thinking about it, yeah. You know, just, we just be there. TV. Watching TV yeah. and watching 90 Day Fiance, which is one of my good shows. <laughs> just being there yeah. just being there for the person and even when they come home and that's difficult for me too like for me like I don't like that like I don't like attention it's, it's weird I really don't um, so like even that like uh, everybody coming over like at some point I'm like I wanted to stop but just for me to get on my regular life yeah. but just just being encouraging and, and I feel like everybody was like you coming back to church you're like yo I haven't seen yeah. you just <laughs> Just being there. Like, even if you can't physically go to the hospital, like, when a person comes back and you see them, just, like, just be there. Yeah. Okay. That's good. All right. I like this. Well, thank you for sharing, because that that was brave of you to be, like... Big time. You want... Now you're out, 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 out. (laughs) I guess, right? I'm out, out. (laughs) Like, not just out the door, but outside and streets out here. Um, Yeah. No, the internet streets. (laughs) Right? (laughs) No, but thank you so much for sharing. That was really, really good. Um, I appreciate you. Tamara, clap it up. I need the loud one, the, the loud <laughs> clapping thing, you know. Um, all right, I think that that's our episode. We kind of ended a little bit early. Thank you guys for having me. Like this was really, really good. This is like my first. Um, I listen to podcasts, but they're like usually one person. So I had to like um, listen to other ones. My one of my friends, Lynn, she's like in the podcast. So yeah. I'm like, let me look at what podcasts are about, so I can like, <laughs> so I could jump in or whatever. And this was really good. Like it's a conversation. I yeah. really like this. Yeah. This is cool. It's just cool conversation, fun okay. times, you know, kiki in and, 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 and we talk about the Lord. Yeah, what we got, <laughs> we're going through and not, you know, I feel like sometimes um, in faith we talk, but we talk just a lot just about faith, but we're not like, let me talk about what I went through, how I went through it. How Transparency yeah. is Transparency. the name of the you game. Know. And if you know me, <laughs> that is big for me. Yeah. Um, just, you know, being transparent just in general i feel like we're missing that in the um christian community yeah. i feel as though people were more honest and one thing i, I respect about you um sherelle is that you are so transparent Aww. i remember like meeting you like you were in a, my sunday school class i'm like who, who this new girl because you know like <laughs> moc we i'm not gonna lie we're a little cliquish or whatever right and i'm like who is this new girl she's pretty she got long hair she got a nice shoe game like who is she or whatever like and as i come to know you and i was just Aww. like amazed at like your your transparency don't make me um no 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 seriously (laughs) like your thirst for god like i just and it's it's different like and i always wonder because me and monique always talk about this like i've I've had like kind of like the same group of friends for a long time i've been to church for a long time but for someone coming in yeah um and being as transparent as you were it was just a beautiful thing to see and i'm like i read your book and even before i read your book i knew your testimony and just being like real like girl this dude broke up with me and and this is the heartbreak and this but like these these are things i mean you know what's funny god really humbled me because i i really had a cookie cutter christian life for a very long time for like about i'd say like 19 years you know what i'm saying where like i had struggles but they were like you know i ain't i ain't that i never do that you know what i'm saying and then god humbled me in a sense of like i have a testimony now yeah um and i do I regret some of the things? Yeah, but I feel like though 
all of that stuff led up to this. Right, right. And there are some people that need my testimony. Like, yep. you know, that they need those moments. Like, yep. girl, I've been through a breakup. Okay. Girl, I done did this. Yeah. Girl, I done did that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I understand what this feels like. I understand what it means to have a breakup. I understand what it means to fall and, yeah. and to fornicate before. I understand all these things. Yeah. Um, and there are some people that are like me that are not cookie cutters. So um, just to have that testimony and, yeah. you know, to be outed in that sense. You know what I'm saying? Like you're talking about me outing my disease yeah. or whatever, but to out your testimony and like your, your lowest moments, mm-hmm. like that yeah. to me is true bravery. And, um, I watched you do that, you oh. know, as a newcomer, like yeah. coming into a new community that people don't even know you, but <laughs> you yeah. never understood like how that affected me. Cause it just made me like, oh, this girl is trans. You know what I'm saying? Like, let, let it. us, <laughs> let us be more transparent. I, I really feel like you've helped a lot of people. And even with this, like yeah. this platform, like transparent platform where we're talking about faith and yeah. culture cuts and all these yeah. other things. Like it gives people a perspective. I never want Christianity to be in a box. Yeah. And I always say that. Yes. And, yeah. I, you know, and, and people sometimes I, I always get judged. Like, they're like, you're a worship leader. How could you do this? How could you? But it's just like, there's, there's so much more to me. So you know what I'm saying? More. And transparency to me is the name of the game. Yeah. Um, just to be open. And I feel like you guys are and um, trailblazing in the community yeah. so that other people can feel like I can, I can do this Jesus thing too. Yeah. Yes. Um, so yes, I love that. Goal. I love that about you. That is the goal. I appreciate you so much no that 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 right there is the goal like i want people to be like i could i could love jesus i could rock with jesus i could have authentic Mm -hmm. relationship the name of the game with jesus okay Okay. because he knows your thoughts already Mm -hmm. okay he sees you he knows that you like biggie and tupac come on you know know i love soldier boy and future (laughs) you know what i mean like he knows he he knows you enjoy that stuff at the same time he knows that if you put on a kirk franklin or a maverick city or a a a shirley caesar he knows that you're gonna go in too like he, he knows all of that you know what i mean like he created you to be unique yeah. so worship him in your uniqueness but i appreciate that it almost made me like boohoo a little no bit. you know and and give the flowers you know while they're there and you know i've always tell you that like you know i've do it while you can you know yeah. what i'm saying like sometimes i'll just send a random text message people will probably be like what but like I you know those, I, I have to do that because <laughs> i've been so scared for a long time yeah. to like do that like i'm like why god like you know you could speak to them like why are you calling me too but honestly like i've been on the receiving yeah. end yeah. and it's encouraged me yeah. so I'm like let me be that for someone else so yeah. this is a bigger platform obviously it's more than the text messages like on an internet street <laughs> yeah. um, so it's, it's a ministry and it's it's something that's needed and transparency like I, me and Mo always talk about this I'm like transparency yes. is the name of the game you know like yes. come to me you know yeah. what I'm saying like and I wish I had that and, and we did you know like come, growing up you know pillars um yeah. growing up we, we had that or whatever you know and i feel like with this new generation with all that's going on um they, th- these culture cuts they need that. that they need that um so it's a beautiful thing to watch um yeah. to aspire these young women and these young men to yeah. become pillars of faith and yeah. and to still be cool like you don't got to be whack like you could be lit. Listen, like, you know what I'm saying? I was talking to one of my mentees this week and we were talking about Bible verses and having the time of our lives <laughs> because what I really do. And I tell, I tell them all the time. I said, if the Bible is born to you, read it into your, in your ghetto voice, please. Like I different translations. Message, Good news translations. My that, favorite, you know, like I'm, I'm a old, y'all know I'm an old Testament, old Testament girl. The old Testament just slow rough. I'm reading that right now. I'm on, um, God was playing no game. It's just a, it's a it lot. Is I'm on judges I'm like judge me lord but you know what um when you recap you know what I'm saying so like sometimes reading the chapters I'm on the one year bible plan in the bible um app Mm -hmm. um but what I've been doing is like after I read a chapter um I go back and like just review the chapter Mm -hmm. and you just the bible is written so beautifully beautifully from Genesis to Revelation. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. It's a story. It's a story. Yeah. And it just keeps going. And yeah. I mean, and just like in some stories, like there's some days in my life that's not lit, y'all. Yeah. Some days it's not good. I mean, it's you know. It's a regular schmegler day. And that's, the Bible's the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when when the connection comes, <laughs> yes, God. Don't mess, yes, God. Have, don't mess around and have one verse mixed with the next verse. You mixed like, with a verse from the, from like, new t- you like, what? Like, I, you said this like five times, like. You really want me to grasp this, you know, you know? I started getting to the New Testament when I realized it was basically the the layout of the Old Testament. I was like, oh, oh snap. It's a beautiful You ever see thing. that meme with the guy looking back and forth? Like, the little black guy? The, the, yeah. Oh, no. uh, 
<laughs> yeah, but I love the Bible, and I tell my my mentees and my kids all the time, um, read the Bible, it's lit. But no, um, if you have your testimony, I, I, I think um, the, the enemy can't use it against you if you put it out there. Because right? that's thing. the thing that the enemy will do. Oh, people are going to know, yeah. or people are going to say this, or people are going to do that. But if you put your... If you speak it, it becomes your testimony and not your shame. Yeah. I love that. You know what I mean? So, like, be out, like, and what God out has yourself. done for you. Bring it to the Lord. Huh? <laughs> out yourself. Out yourself. You know, what Out yourself. Done? I like that. What, what, what everything. You, what everything. You know? Right. Bring it to him and give it to him and then watch him turn that thing around. Like, yeah. you know, it, it's it's an incredible. It's scary. I'm yeah. not And, and what's funny lie. is, like, you both did the same thing. You know, Monique wrote her book. You wrote yeah, a book. You know what like, I'm saying? Um outing yourself you yes. know what i'm saying just with everything and and it's it's hard like 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 even talking going back to the illness like you know you don't want to be perceived yeah. as weak yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't want to be perceived as that girl or whatever um it's hard to Ooh, put that out yeah. there what i love though um through doing it because before it was like i was so scared of it um but the people who's your community who's really gonna be riding for you yeah they're not gonna see you with like only as that mm-hmm. or only in this this certain way like they really see the full story and love you and are there for you mm-hmm. um and it really builds a person to really know you yeah. and really care about you and and i was so scared of that not not understanding how much they could be there for you and really help you and really like you know support you support have your back you. yeah it's true that's very true and um you know, when you write something, it's written. Or, like, even now with these internet streets, you put something on the internet, it's, it's out there. there. Um, But, like, I just really love that about this generation and about, like, what we're doing. Because I feel as though, like, yo, like, my mom and my dad, like, these, the gummos, they have stories to tell. They do. Um, And they are, I think they're sometimes ashamed of their story. Yeah. Um, And there's so much to learn from that. Like, I remember I was young and my father was in... um he was in like a community college in some English course or whatever. And he yeah. was writing an essay and he wanted me to proofread. So I'm reading this and I'm like, who is this about? He's like, this is my life. And I'm like, <laughs> what? what? <laughs> like, I didn't know yeah. a lot of these things. Yeah. And I feel like, um, it strengthened my relationship with my father. Yeah. I understood him in a different way. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Like what you were saying, like sometimes we're scared to out our testimony, out our whatever we're going through, yeah. but it's just like, it helps people to see you differently. Like yeah. I feel like one of our biggest struggles or one of our biggest, the common denominator for everyone is almost pain. You know, like I feel yeah. like everyone has had a painful experience. Like you may not have lost someone, but like you've experienced pain in the physical or, or whatever yeah. the case may be. Um, and trauma and stuff like that. Yeah. Like we all kind of, cling to that and even if you haven't it's like you want to know about it so then you can help someone else like okay like Sherelle's like all right what do I do for someone that's sick like I've never been through it but like tell me your experience or whatever so we're all still learning from each other so I feel as though like when you do that you um put a platform so that people can understand get to know you better and like God's God's testimony in you is real like Cause like, what has God done for you? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and the cookie cutter stuff. He woke me up this morning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you. like let let let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what has God done for me? Like, let's talk about it. Like, I'm in a doctor program right now. I didn't. I never thought I would be in one. You know, I've been praying for 11 years. Like, for some people, they got into it and it just happened for them. Yeah, but for me, it took 11 years. Yeah. Like, you know, with my my struggle in school, like mm-hmm. I didn't have good SAT scores. I was a contracted student and mm-hmm. I graduated with honors. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't pay for my master's programs because I had a graduate. These are things that God, you know, yeah. God did for me. And yeah. it was not an always easy route. Like I had a professor tell me, like you would never do this, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm here. Yeah, so like here. you gotta you gotta do those things because like yeah. there are people that identify, and yeah. like people always, you know. That's why I was on social media for a long time because it's a little it's a little fake. Yeah. It's a yeah. lot of fake. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm struggling with that right now. You know, now. Um, and I take a lot that. of fast from it because yeah. I have to get back to reality and, right. and what's you know people put a filter on it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, and you know me, I'm 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 good for the rest of them. I'm good for all of that, but like yeah. I try to highlight the other stuff too you know it's not always perfect you know what I'm saying like I do a lot of stuff like you know no makeup you know what I'm saying like and just be real like what is this perfection about what is this like we're not perfect so like the the more we start to realize that and normalize that Mm -hmm. it just makes for a better society a better world and and people can feel okay in failing because you're gonna fail things are gonna happen but like how do you overcome those things so um, I'm just grateful for these kind of platforms because it just allows people to be transparent and like people could see like this is this is real life this ain't this ain't for play play it's not glamorous this ain't for IG (laughs) you know what I'm saying you know stories would be so powerful like to just be able to see and hear all those things it's so it's so true it was as I was writing my book and my parents was reading it they're like we didn't even know all this Mm -hmm. and they started to open up about stuff too and I'm like yo I had no idea even older people that I had relationships with were saying 
saying that, like, you know, I wish I shared some of my stuff with you. And I was like, yeah, you know, I got to a point with God where he's like, share it because yeah. it's going to help these people yeah. that's coming by. Now I love it. I love to do it. Like we're doing it now. That, I love it. That, that was the thing for me when I, cause I, I, I did not want to write that book. It kind of wrote itself. I'm glad you did. You know, because, <laughs> but, but the final straw was in my time with God, it was like, it was almost like a how dare you not hmm. because it was like you don't know that there are somebody else in somewhere in the world yeah. who is either about to do or went through and they feel like I'm going to end now. Yeah. And if they can hear you yeah. talk about your testimony, if they can hear yeah. you talk about what you went through and the fact that you are on the other side will help them to cross and get Absolutely. on the other side. So That's it was it. almost a how dare you like I, you went through that and i and i think about this all the time everything that happens in your life as a as a i want to say as a believer is not just for you never what happens mm -hmm. in your life is not only about you sure the greater uh lesson may be something that you take and that you can use but it's going to be for somebody else somebody somewhere is gonna be like they need to hear the testimony. So it's almost like, how dare you not talk about how I rescued you? You and my feelings right now. <laughs> we need you to stop. How that's, dare you not? That's usually Monique for me. No, no, but it's true. Like, how, how, how dare, dare you, you not, not say you know? what God has done for you? How dare you not talk about your struggles? Exactly. How dare you not say that this is who I was? And let's be honest, sometimes who I still am. Yeah. Right. And what God <laughs> is and doing. Still doing. Okay. Because, okay. like, baby. <laughs> And what God is still doing in our lives. So how dare you? So if you have a testimony, I don't Shit. care if it's... Listen, I almost went down the stairs. Now, somebody could go down the stairs and not come back up. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So that's... Listen, I will tell everybody. Like, you know what I mean? But the Lord. Like, whatever it is. Like, I went or outside. I something fall, happened. I did fall. Yeah. I got he back up. Me up right? Look, look I, I stayed down for like maybe a minute. Right. Okay? But nothing's broken. Or even if something broken, he, he fixed it. Like, you know... Yeah. I have to end with this. So I, I didn't say this in my uh, check-in. So um, I, I think majority of the listeners are, are MLC. Um, and so they know that my sister had cancer. Um, and we found out during a pandemic. Right. At the height of the pandemic is when we found out. She had to have surgery in the pandemic. So <laughs> freaking out about that. Her going to the hospital. Because everybody at that time I knew that went into the hospital did not come back out. Mm -hmm. So... She went into the hospital, had the successful surgery, had the surgery the first time. Something happened. They forgot something or they didn't take everything out, had to go back in and do the surgery, second part of the surgery. She comes back out and has to do months of chemotherapy. That means going back and forth into the same hospital that people are dying in. Okay. She's immune compromised when you have, when you're, oh, when you have talk cancer. Talk about it. And talk about it. All of that, right? Chronic diseases. Listen, okay. So... I, if anybody comes near us, I'm like freaking out, right? So, and she's going through chemotherapy and the sole reason you would know that she's sick is because she lost her hair. Mm. The sole reason. Like people in the church and everybody kept asking, like, how is she doing? How's, and, I, and, I, and I, I'm like stuttering. I'm like, y'all, I don't understand this. I, I don't understand how, like, if I didn't tell you that she's going through this, you wouldn't know. Like God literally kept her. Yeah. to the end of chemotherapy to she had to have radiation after that and radiation they were again preparing us they were like okay you know it's going to be irritated she's going to be in pain she's not going to want to do stuff she's all of this stuff none of it none of it you know what i mean so it's like like i, I i'm mind blown to be honest with you that she went through all of this to um wednesday her walking in there and getting the certificate and ringing that bell that she's cancer free like you guys don't understand like to watch to every day god hold her and walk her through this thing unscathed like my uh, my kids know my favorite bible verse is isaiah 43 and isaiah 43 talks about when you go through the fire i will be with you mm -hmm. you will not be burned mm -hmm. when you go through the rivers they will not overtake you i am i am with you and it to see it mm -hmm. to see it like her go through the fire and him be with her and her not be burned like it just mind blowing it's, it's a beautiful thing because sometimes like you don't feel like you're gonna you're gonna overcome this you, you know don't. what i'm saying like even on your like i said like your worst days you're like yeah. am i gonna make it through this day and like when they tell you like when they told me like 
we don't see you in remission what you know what i'm saying like and look and and it came back you know um during corona and then i, I came back on remission so even sometimes like it may come back yeah, yeah. but like you know what but the same god the same god the same god come same on god. here the same, same God, God, you know. You know what I'm saying. So it's it's a beautiful thing, and I remember praying. And I, I when I came back on IG, I'm like, look, look at God. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I saw you put that on there. I'm like, God is He's faithful. He really is. He really um, is. It's just like you said through like being sick in this time. Yeah, it's different. just like something. Like my doctor told me, he's like, I'm not going to the hospital. hospital. Like your doctor is yeah, telling God. you that yeah. he is not he entering. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because he's he's not retired. And I have a new doctor, mm. but you know, he's just like you know, he's at the age where he's compromised they yeah. didn't have the vaccine back then this is like when we didn't know much about this yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. so he was just like i'm i'm gonna be here for you you know what yeah. i'm saying call me if you need me yeah like we were doing um facetime yeah like you know telehealth via mm-hmm. facetime like i'm yeah. just looking at now and i'm like things are opening up like yeah. you know what i'm saying like i can go into a, a facility if i need to and i'm just like mm-hmm. just recounting like god like yeah. you know like even just right now when you're saying that i'm just like i remember being on facetime with my doctor i'm like all right this i'm on this medication this is happening yeah. like and now like if i need to go i can go yeah. like i mean there's some restrictions or whatever but right. like i gotta wear a mask yeah but okay. i can i could go in you know right. so like just the same god yeah the same he's god. there he was there. He he is there and is gonna be there. Will be there yeah. through it all. God so is God is faithful. God is good. Okay, God we got good. the big three. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to the living God. Amen. We shout out here. Um. Uh. Yeah. Monique always reminds me because I be messing up <laughs> oh, life. Um. <laughs> I do. All right, you guys. That is our episode. We are so thankful to uh, Tamara. Woo-hoo. Thank you for having me. It's my first podcast, you. and I yes, love it. Okay. Yes. I'm gonna um, share it. I'm gonna share it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um. As always, listen to us on Saturdays, two to three p.m. on Radio Olivier and on all. Uh, music Google platforms iTunes, yeah all, all of, of that good stuff um <laughs> check us out we love you guys we pray that you are blessed and that you are growing in authentic relationship with the lord absolutely out yourself yes out, out yourself. yourself i love that <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys we'll chat later we love you bye, bye. see you next week